Roadman, today I want to chat with Wade Lightheart. Let's cue that intro. The big question is this. How do we use cycling as a tool to improve our health, our happiness and our longevity? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Anthony Walsh and welcome to the Roadman Podcast. Roadman, welcome back Roadman to another Roadman Cycling Podcast. Tick tock, tick tock, the countdown to the Roadman Summit is on. Did you like my little tick tock to build urgency? It's coming folks. I know I normally only drop one podcast guest interview per week but this one is absolutely awesome it's one of the favorite interviews i've recorded for the summit and i want to give you guys an extract from that interview today just as a little bit of a teaser and a push across the edge if you haven't signed up for the summit yet because it's completely free this is my christmas gift to you i'm bringing together 30 speakers from you know all corners of the fitness world to optimize your fitness if you haven't signed up for this if you're not sharing it with your club mates lads girls you're missing out so much because the information in this literally took decades to collate and i just wish i had known this at the start so today i want to talk to you and play an extract from wade lightheart wade lightheart might not be a name that rings off your tongue but wade is one of the foremost minds in what we call the biohacker space wade he's a three-time all-natural bodybuilding champion he's advisor to the american anti-cancer institute he's the founder of bio optimizers he's a best-selling author with best-selling books including staying alive in a toxic world and a wealthy backpacker wade is someone who will challenge your thoughts on so many aspects of what you're doing at the moment from your movement regimes your training regimes to your hydration strategies like he just blows my mind in this chat and he has an acronym that he talks through called awesome stay tuned listen to this it's an extract from the summit so make sure you sign up at the summit at for it's roadmansummit.com nearly got that wrong i'm so used to saying uh, giving the patreon shout out there which is a good segue all of this is brought to you the summit's brought to you the podcast is brought to you the whole shooting match it's all brought to you because of the user generosity on patreon it's the valiant guys and girls who are donating on patreon that's making it all possible so if you want to join that little brigade of the willing the people that are making this happen and they're building this little cult for us this cycling cult where we're just all helping each other to optimize our health optimize our happiness something real powerful that's building and you know i'm so happy to be a part of it and bring you guys this content daily but if you want to contribute and help keep the show rolling and buy me the price of a pint of beer over on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Anthony underscore Walsh. Okay, stay tuned. Here it comes, Wade Lightheart. Dude, great to be here. And I'm excited for this one because you have knowledge that not many people have floating in that head over on California Beach. Or where where'd you say you are at the moment? Yeah, Venice Beach, California right now. But I'm a Canadian, I'm a former Canadian, so I'm a transplant. So Okay, so you're a little bit of an immigrant down there, struggling to fit in. Yeah. Um, So our audience is, I feel like people are going to be screaming at the the screen now, going, this isn't me, but most people in this audience, they're kind of fitting into that demographic of 35 to 55-year-old males. Uh, Most of them are time crunch, busy professionals. They're struggling to balance a lot of things, and cycling is that consistent thread of love through all their lives. 
a lot of people struggling as busy people do with managing stress and as a result of that poor food choices and carrying a little bit of excess body weight. I know you are an expert in nutrition and figuring out how to shed that body weight for lads. So is there any tips you could give to guys like that to, you know, optimize body weight? Yeah, sure. So some of the overarching philosophy there's, and, and, and I always share with people, I mean, I run a supplement company, but you can't supplement your way out of a bad lifestyle. And when it comes to performance, there's another level of intensity and focus that's required if you really want to get the most out of it. There's no way around it. And so we have two things that will provide these resources of no, at no charge for your audience. One is the awesome health philosophy, which is a seven-step overarching philosophy of how you systemically address the most important components where you put your time, your energy, and your resources towards. And the awesome is the acronym, air, water, exercise, sunlight, optimizers, um, mental beliefs and attitudes, and then education testing. Oh, that's coaching. awesome. It is. It is yeah. awesome. So, so, so we'll give that link away at the end. And, you, and I've, I've literally done it over 12 weeks. There's 84 it's 12, 84 videos of five to 15 minutes that people can watch in their spare time, which goes into each one of those. Um, that's first thing. Then if you want to get into the biohacking side of things, we just re we're just releasing probably by the time this comes out, it'll be out now. And that is the blueprint for biological optimization. And inside of that, we have a philosophy, which is assess, test, optimize. And so we've created a manual, literally, of how you go about improving your performance in whatever area it is from as a biohacker with what Matt and I have learned over the last 20 plus years doing this. You know, we were biohackers before it was cool. I mean, I was when I was competing at the Mr. Universe contest prior to that, I mean, I was doing uh, you know, electrical pulse stimulation. I was doing hot, cold, hyperbaric chambers, infrared saunas, uh, mind uh, optimization checks, nervous system optimization, like all these things that are called biohacking now. It was just like, I just need to find a way to be better than my competitors who are on drugs, <laughs> right? I feel like that's like the, it's the nature of the athlete, isn't it? Always trying to find a little bit of extra. And now we've just put this tag on it, biohacker, but Anyone yeah. who's been an athlete, you know, your background is bodybuilding, but I feel like anyone who's in athletics, running, swimming, you spend so much of your time and energy looking for these little hacks, tricks, shortcuts, anything to get half of a percent out. Yeah. I mean, I'll give you an example. So years ago, the medical community discounted, and this is on the drug side of things, discounted the drug called erythropoietin saying, oh, you know, there's nothing really here that's going to be of any advantage to any cyclist or any <laughs> endurance athlete because we only saw a 4% difference. Well, 4% difference is the difference between a guy being a gold medalist and a person who doesn't make the Olympic team. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's the difference. <laughs> so what happened is because medical doctors were looking at the general population in relation to this, they didn't understand the nuances of performance. And when you look in, and I'm, I'm giving this overarching point because it's really important for people to grasp. If you look in professional sports, the difference between say the top 10 people in the sport to everybody that's below them 
is actually not that much. But that difference allows them to command the massive amounts of money, the massive amounts of rewards. So the world recognizes, honors, and pays for unusual levels of excellence. So well, how do you get above the mainstream? And we there's can a team in a cycling called Team Ineos. And I'm, I'm not sure how much of a cycling fan you are, but Team Ineos are the absolute dominant force in I'm just trying to compare to American franchise. They're like the bulls back in Jordan's time and they're the dominant force, but they've popularized exactly what you're talking about. A term called the accumulation of marginal gains. And by getting all these tiny little advantages, it's stacked up into quite a sizable difference, which ultimately is the only difference that matters is the one between winning and losing. It, It really is. And so if you're on the performance side of things, you have to do all of it. And you and and but the, the key is what do you work on first? So what's base camp? What's the next level? What's the next level? The next level? Because what happens is a lot of people they try to put the tiny tweak ahead of some of the base level functions. And that's where they run into mistakes. And you'll see the guy showing up at the event and he's got the, 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 the $20,000 bike and he's got the, the neoprene suit. That's the, the, the new level that reduces the drag coefficient by this. And he's got the extra stylish helmet and, but he's not doing some fundamental things around his dietary stuff, or he's not doing, he doesn't have the right water that he's hydrating himself. These things that are really base camp things, because it's easy to get caught in the flash. Um, now, not to discount all those things, if you've done everything else, yeah, that 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 does make a difference. So can you talk? got to do the other things first. Can you talk us high level through your acronym? Awesome, because I, I love that yeah. acronym. Yeah. Yes. So uh, the first level that people have got to recognize is the importance of breathing and brain state relation. Breathing is the only thing that you can do in your body, both consciously and unconsciously. And if you're competing at a world-class level and you don't recognize what heart variability is, how to alter your brain state through controlled breathing to be able to increase your capacity, not only to bring oxygen in, but I would dare say that actually getting carbon dioxide out of the system is more important than... um, the intake. And in order to do that, you need to optimize the cellular function. And to optimize your breathing, you got to reduce the metabolites that build up in the cell that disrupt uh, the exhaust ports of your energy furnace. And so I always say you can put a lot of different types of gas inside a car and still work a lot of different grades. But if you put a couple of bananas in the tailpipes, doesn't matter what gas it comes in. So it's the same thing with their breathing. We think of oxygen uptake I look at it as um, the expiration of metabolites of respiration is more important. So are these specific actually. breathing strategies you have around this? Well, it depends on the sport that you're having. But I do believe that uh, you recognizing heart rate variability and then recognizing patterns of breathing at the various levels of intensity. Um, there was a research paper done, oh, must have been 20 years ago. Uh, outlining it was the the top runners in the world at the time and what they found all of the top runners 
were very conscientious, not of digital readouts, which is so in vogue nowadays, yeah. but actually their breath rate the, and, 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 and their stride rate and the feedback that they were feeling within those internal looping systems. And they were hyper aware of those patterns. And it seems like we unlearn to breathe because when you observe a baby, they breathe full form all the way from the stomach through the diaphragm into the chest. Yes. And then you watch somebody, especially somebody in our new Zoom culture, upright, stressed out, and it's all such shallow breaths all the time. Yes. And so when you're in a high performance is understanding not what I call state-dependent learning. And it's how do you be conscientious when your legs are burning, your lungs are burning, you feel like you're frying, you're hitting that hill. What are you doing in that moment to get you into a state where you're calm, you're clear, you're relaxed, and you can transcend past the biochemical feedback systems that you get? And your ability to manage that state is going to determine whether you win or lose. So are or, you, or you hit your PB. Are you a subscriber to taping your mouth up at night? I, I, I haven't taped my mouth up at night. I can say that. But if, if, if I thought that it would work, um, I would. And, and what I mean by that is if, there, if I thought there was, a, there was an advantage when I was competing, that that would work, it'd be great. And I do know that nasal breathing is something that most people have to train and the research has demonstrated it is a superior way to oxygenate your tissues. Well, even if you try when you're out running, even walking to start out, holding a mouthful of water in your mouth, you'll realize people say, oh, you know, I, I breathe through my nose. And then you get them to hold that liquid in their mouth and it just highlights, they're just not used to breathing through their nose at all. It's, a, it's nearly closed over from disuse. Correct. Correct. So, Moving on to the yeah, to second thing. Yeah. Second thing. Water. Yeah. Water. Now I've tested, I don't know. It's getting close or might be over by now. I started, stopped counting about five years ago when I hit over 150 different types of water systems. Seriously. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a bit of a freak about water. This is brilliant. Well, the thing is, is we're bags of water. And water, just so people know, um, occurs in four stages. There's a solid, a liquid, and a gas. It's the only um, item in existence in nature that exists in three states, it's, it's naturally. But there's also a fourth state, which is a crystal. So, there, so water has 440,000 information panels of storage information. The reason you can remember your keys and your name and your address is largely in part because of the storage principles of water. So it acts as a crystal. And that means it's also a transmitting stuff. So people look at just from water in, water out, but they don't look at the quality of the water. They don't learn the properties. And here's the big problem with water and why there's such co conflictive stories around it. And that is people think of what's the best water? And what I would say is if you can think of water as a DVD, right? So you can it's put- It's personalized choice. Well, I'll, I'll get to this in a second. It's a storage device. Okay. So I could put a horror movie on that. I could put a sports film. 
I could put a documentary. And so what you have is you have all these array of vast array of people saying, we've done this to the water. We've programmed the water this way. Therefore, our water is the best. And they're arguing with the other people because they're arguing on the chemical aspect, not on the storage nature. They're not seeing it as a medium of what information that we want to store and send those information packets to the cells inside the body. And if you shift your brain around that kind of concept, then you'll understand that. What I have found is two distinct advantages when it comes to water related to performance. And that is, first off, the, well, actually there's three. First off, the quality of the water going into any technology that you are amplifying the effects of the water is going to determine that. So how many contaminants are in it? How well is it filtered? How, like, how pure is the water? What is the mineral content of the water? All that sort of stuff, okay? So that's, that's basic water 101. Most people never get past that stage. They just drink whatever out of the tap or whatever, and that's uh, not- Most people don't even have an awareness that the water coming through the tap is treated with, right. you know, depending yeah. on what region you're in, fluoride, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, exactly. So for example, I'll break down what I have on my own water system to give you an idea of where I go on this, right? So I have um, two different pre-filters on the water that I drink here in the city of Los Angeles because we don't have very good water. One removes all of the chemical agents, all of the fluoride, all of the chlorine, all that sort of stuff. It's an expensive water filtration system. And then after that, then I have another filter that goes on to that just to make sure, <laughs> right? And then after that, I ionize the water. Now, why do I ionize the water? Because water comes in clusters and there's, it's called osmotic pressure, okay? So the osmotic pressure of the water determines how well it's absorbed by the cells. Your cells operate, uh, osmotic pressure is measured by a, a process called dynes, D-Y-N-E-S. And your cell is about 80 dynes. So if I'm drinking sports beverages and I'm drinking sugar in it, I'm drinking minerals and all this sort of stuff, I am going to change the osmotic pressure of that molecule, making it either easier or more difficult to get inside the cell. Most of the hydration choices that people are taking today are increasing the osmotic pressure, not decreasing it. And so what happens, you bring on this fluid and it's sitting outside the cell, not inside the cell. So you're overhydrated outside the cell and you're dehydrated in the cell. And you're like, well, I'm drinking lots of water. So what I use ionization for, right, is that I I'm able to run an electrical charge through the water, which separates the water into two streams. Out of one stream comes alkaline water, out of one stream comes the uh, acid water. Now I drink the alkaline water, but what the alkaline water has is two, two distinct properties. One, it has reduced osmotic pressure. That's why in scientific papers, it's called reduced water, right? They don't call it alkaline water. They don't call it ionized water. They call it reduced water because it's reduced in the osmotic pressure, which means that it hydrates the cells six times faster than regular water. Second thing, the electrical charge, sir, creates negative ions which are antioxidants. And antioxidants are free radical scavengers for Krebs cycle metabolites, the, the energy cycle that we have. So by drinking ionized water, I can train harder, faster, longer, and recover quicker than 
anyone else in an athletic system drinking any kind of other beverage. So is this, uh, I'm kind of picturing the Doc Brown out of Back to the Future here in your house uh, with this elaborate contraption. Is this commercially available or is this something you yeah, It is, together? it is, it is. So uh, there's a Japanese company and if anybody wants to get it, they can get a hold of me and I'll, I'll, I'll give them the links and everything where they can get it. It's it's, it's company that creates what I, I've looked at. There's a lot of different ionizers out there of varying qualities. I found these guys out of Japan make the best one. They've been doing it for 50 years. So that's the guy I get mine. I put that on my counter and I take care of that. So that's, that's one aspect of the water equation that I deal with. And it's great. And I, when I first discovered this in 2007, I wrote a book about it because I measure, I know my training recovery levels. I know how many sets I can do and all this stuff. I started drinking this water and I'm like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> I can train harder, faster, longer, and I recover quicker. And I pushed the envelope and I was amazed at how it reduced delayed onset muscle soreness and increased my performance. And I, and I wrote a little book about it. And I said, what every athlete needs to know about restructured ionized water. And the interesting thing about that is I ended up meeting a guy by the name of Dr. Horst Filzer after that, uh, who was the guy that put the first stent in the body. It's a Harvard medical doctor. We're like Mutt and Jeff. We're totally polar opposites. And I love the guy where he's, he's like my, he's like the dad I never had. We, we just get along really great. And we met in a place down here in California at an event and we discovered stuff. And I explained to him and what happened to me. And he was quite fascinated because his arthritis was removed from drinking this water that took the inflammatory response, which takes out all surgeons. He's a, a vascular surgeon and he understands this hydration level. And over the next 10 years, he actually tested what I was reporting and he proved several things. Number one, ionized restructured water reduces delayed onset muscle soreness as a free radical antioxidant. Number two, it hydrates the cells at a superior rate. And number three, it increases energy metabolism at the cellular environment. Increases, so, so you get more energy out of yourself. I experienced it. I couldn't put the documentation in human trials. He did that uh, a few years ago and wrote a book about it. And I, and I was grateful for that, that he was able to prove it. I feel like you're going to have everyone rushing for this uh, link that you're going to send on and trying to yeah, you know, upgrade yeah. there. Uh, moving on to, on your acronym, E. I yeah. love this awesome acronym. It's brilliant. By the way, before we do that, I want to say there's another technology that I use around water. And there's a, a, a company that makes um, that makes a four stage of water. It, it puts water in a crystallite. I actually, at nighttime, I hook up this hose that runs water through it and I put it through my nose and I, in, I inhale this. They recommend 15 to 20. I find 60 minutes switches my nervous system completely out of fight or flight and into rest and relax. And what it does is it increases the protein folding, the literally DNA repair inside your body. So it accelerates recovery, puts you in a calm, relaxed state. And what's this called? And it's called the, the Nano V. Uh, so it's I'm another sure technology that I got. So I, I got a bit of a biohacking house at my house. And like, it <laughs> I'm going to get you know, that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so I use that at nighttime as well, um, and it's it's great. So, the, I, I I don't think it's as effective as 
the ionized water, if I was going to go for, I'd go for the ionized water and then I'd go with an anavy second. And then you recovered that on a level that you just can't get from other hydration. Uh, sorry, just before we finish up on the water. So is it, is the only way to get this uh, water quality that you're kind of giving your stamp of approval? Is that true? This double filtration system, or can you use like commercial things like uh, Kanjin or is it Kanjin that sells the water? Yeah. I, that, well, that's actually the company I use actually. I've, I've, oh, is- I've researched about oh, probably 20 different ionization companies and i and when i research them i go in i take the machines apart i look at the i look at the design i look at the build i look at from an engineering perspective and there's nobody i don't care what all the marketing says everybody there's nobody that creates a better uh actual technology the other thing is is what they do that other companies don't do is they 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 control everything from manufacturing the sale of them, as well as the service. So they have points around the globe because if you have an ionizer, you, you're going to need to do what's called a deep clean on those plates every year. Okay. And so somebody's got to go in and, and take apart those plates, deep clean them and put them back so that you get that antioxidant effect that you're looking for. And uh, if you don't do that, your machine will eventually, you won't get the benefits from it. So that, that, that's, that's the caveat that people have to understand why I like those guys in particular, because I can send my machine in once a year, cost me 50 bucks and they send it back. I've had the same machine for 13 years in my house. Are they expensive machine? Yeah, they're expensive. They're, they run um, between uh, four and $6,000, depending on what unit that you want to get. So. Yeah, but you know, if you're buying bottled water, uh, like you've got the double yeah. whammy of you're spending the money on the water and you're yeah. fucking screwing up the planet. Exactly. And so I love the fact that, you know, I use all glass bottles and metal bottles. Like I don't use plastic. I don't use any of that stuff. And actually when I figured it out, I'm saving a lot of money because what a bottle of water is expensive. Oh, it really is. And the tap water quality uh, in Dublin as well is quite poor. So it's like you're drinking bottled yeah. water if you don't have a filter. Yeah. It's like yeah. I, I hate the plastic and I, I, like there's no alternative. Except, I, I won't do it. Yeah. I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. I just, you know, it's, it's frightening. Anyways, uh, exercise. Yeah. So exercise, obviously that's relative to your sport, relative to what you do. And I always say, do the exercise. People go, what's the best exercise? I'm like, do the one that you like the best. Um, if I had to, if I only could do one type of exercise, I would probably do, uh, rebounding. And the reason why I do that is because there's no impact. Um, you use the forces of acceleration, deceleration, and gravity, gravity simultaneously. I've just been doing a bit before we started this. I have a mini little trampoline from Bellicon here in the house. Love them. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is how do you do a push-up for your pancreas? Rebounding. Because your contractile force when you're jumping, say, 6 to 12 inches off the ground, you're doubling, you're doubling the weight of your body. And... One of the things that we know is cellular functioning doesn't work that well for astronauts when, out there, when they're out of space because they're under gravity. We also know that there are changes that happen in people's bodies um, and how they manage cellular pressure if they're flighting, fight, like in fighter jets. So some people can't do fighter jets because they can't handle the G-force. Their body isn't able to adapt to certain G-forces. So they can't fly fighter jets. Do you have a particular favorite session on the rebounder? Yeah, so I, I, I do. Um, uh, David Hall is a personal friend of mine. Um, he has a 15-minute 
or actually it's a 10 minute routine. You can do a five minute warm up with it. It's a 10 minute routine. That's pretty intense that, that, that I like. So you can jump on there and just go for it for 10 minutes and totally thrash yourself. But what happens, what we do know that happens by using mini trampolines consistently, you increase mitochondrial density, not just in your muscles, you increase mitochondrial density inside your organs and Going back to getting the exhaust out, if you have more mitochondria in all of your organs, you increase cellular energy, you increase cellular turnover, you increase your capability to detoxify not just the tissues that you're building up lactic acid in, but the actual organs that are manufacturing the chemicals and energy behind that. So what, what you realize is now you've upgraded your liver. Now you've upgraded your heart functioning. Now you upgraded their brain functioning. Now you've upgraded every single cellular system because rebounding, when you jump up and down on that rebounder, you're taking gravity and doubling it multiple times a second without impact on the bones. And those cells in all those organs are contracting and expanding, contracting and expanding all these times a minute. And what happens that demand increases an adaptation response that you can't get from any other type of training. And, and you know, it's such a powerful it. instrument as well for eliciting a change of state. Like if you have yeah. a meeting, if you have a podcast recording, a Zoom interview, and you're feeling a little bit groggy and you're thinking of reaching for that coffee, you can use tools like this or cold therapy for that change of state. You're instantly transported back to being a six-year-old and you just have this wide smile on your face. And I always suggest something that's very, one of the things I learned a long time ago is to be observant. If you give kids, say a bunch of sugar or something has blue dye in it or whatever, the next thing you know, they're running around like they're going crazy. And if they see a bed or they see a couch or they see something, what do they want to do? They want to jump up and down on it. And what I actually believe is happening is the unconscious aspect of that child is trying to get the toxins that they've just consumed out of their system. <laughs> That's interesting. And what do we do? We tell them, hey, don't jump on that. Sit down, be good, relax. And what we're doing is we're suspending the innate wisdom of our own bodies. And if I put a rebounder here in a room and a child has never seen it, almost... Within five minutes, anytime, they're going to go over in that rebounder and they're going to start jumping on it. And, they, and, and like you said, it, it's a state change. And then the state change is because your body can recognize what's good for it. That's brilliant. Uh, moving on to S. I love yeah, this format so, as well. Like, scrap a page full of notes here. Scrap them. We're going yeah, with the yeah, awesome yeah, format. Yeah. So, so, so um, it, it's sunlight. I am, my background, I was a bit of a physicist geek. And... I always found chemistry a little limiting in that the way they balanced out the equations, they would just kind of balance things out. They would just borrow things from here and there. And I was like, I don't know about that. And so no disrespect to chemists, but with physics, you look at everything in the world as vibrations, you know, frequency, intensity, waves, essentially. So uh, we're all vibrating at different rates at different speeds. And when you vibrate really fast, you turn into a gas and you vibrate very slow, you turn into a solid. And so what I looked at is what if I looked at food? 
What if I looked at everything I take in, information, everything, as a wave? And so if we, we, we live in a solar system and everything that, you may, that you're made up of was in the center of some sun or star at some point, we call it a sun, but it's a star. So you're made up of stars and you're ingesting stuff that's from stars. And if you take all that down, it's just frequencies and vibrations. And that's why we can go to a place and say, hey, it's a good vibe or it's a bad vibe. This food feels good. Or What is that? And what, what we're dealing with is the impact of different frequencies colliding. And so you can get feedback on a system like the mic goes bad or you can get harmony like a symphony. So our mission at Bioptimizers is to discover and optimize all of the essential components that make a body operate in its perfect reflection in its quantities and qualities, right? That's what awesome health is all about. So I'm dietary agnostic. I'm choose the diet that works right for you and your frequency and your genetics and your vibration that you go into. And let's look at everything from that perspective and use the feedback from the system to see if I'm in harmony or if I'm in disharmony. And that goes into what I'm taking in through my eyes, what I'm taking in through my ears, what I'm taking in through my mouth, because I see that as all as consumption. I think that's great advice because so many people, especially with diet, they get caught and trapped in one sort of dogma. It looks like being raised as a Republican or a Democrat and you feel like, you know, even if your biology and your ancestry is completely pulling against something, if you're raised to believe that potatoes are good for you, you might be genetically predisposed to having a real difficulty processing food like that. So a great starting point, I think, is companies like 23andMe and just getting checked out there. Exactly. And exactly. And I, I see the DNA that I believe that it works like a Tesla coil and amplifies electrical impulses inside the body. It's very interesting how that works. And we so, are electrical beings. So we're uh, in Ireland prone to quite a lot of cloud cover. Is there any biohacks? Do you subscribe to anything to get that sunlight? 100%. It's not always possible. 100%. I used to live in Vancouver, Canada. So very similar. And one of the things that I noticed is that there was a distinct performance. I used to do, on a, I used to do full spectrum sunbeds. So full spectrum light, which was all the various frequencies, high pressure, I would do that two, three times a week. And if I did that, I felt great. And if I didn't do that, everything started to depress. Uh, another way to do this, which I do right now, even though I'm in California, is I don't go to the sunbed as much. So it's funny, I moved to California and I got lighter complected. <laughs> it's hilarious. But you can use, I have a, a sauna spice, uh, EMF protected, uh, what do you call them? Uh, infrared sauna. And awesome. I have these big red lights that go on inside that. And you what, get you up in like the morning. Juice? Yeah, yeah. But the, the, in that sauna, these, red li- these, the, these are red lights that heat up like nobody's business. And that's how heats. And so I've got this red, far infrared beaming on me inside that sauna. I got, I'm in an EMF protection cage. And that light just radiates through my entire system. It is an amazing way to get up in the morning, sit in that thing for 30 minutes, listening to whatever audio and stuff, sweating out the toxins. 
And then I go over right after I walk up to my, my machine. I drink down a big liter of water. I put all my minerals and vitamins. I take I, my enzyme. Like I take all the nutrients that I require and boom, I supercharge my system. I take the toxins out. I upload everything else before I do anything else. And it's fantastic. That's amazing. Okay, we're on to, if I can remember how to spell awesome correctly, we're on to, oh, I think. Yes, which I call optimizers. So one of the things that I've always looked at when I created the awesome formula, and that was because I've interviewed hundreds and hundreds of experts around the world. And I was trying to find universal principles that applied to the human body. And I said, the one element that we know is consistent through the human body is the cell, right? There's different types of cells, but they all have the basic functional components that make it work. I'm like, okay, so if I'm looking to optimize health, I need to be able to optimize the individual cell. How do I optimize? What are the things that would optimize cellular function? Well, turns out they're pretty ubiquitous to regardless of whatever diet you follow. And they are as follows enzymes and probiotics, because those two elements in the body are responded for the transmission, the digestion, absorption, and utilization of your food, whether it's energy or whether it's building blocks. If you do not have enzymes and if you do not have bacteria, you are dead. You cannot live without them. So you take them as supplements? Yes. So yes. is there a particular daily, daily. concoction of enzymes and probiotics? I do. And you can customize enzymes and probiotics based on what you want to achieve because there's so variance. And I've spent the last uh, 20 years of my life and why we started a company on optimizing those things, whether that's improving brain function, fighting off the immune system, breaking down proteins, metabolizing fats. We've developed customized formulations that we uh, issue out on the market. And it's one of we're known around the world for that because I got so into this as a plant-based bodybuilding champion. I was trying to figure out how do I compete at the world championships when I'm only eating 85 grams of protein a day. <laughs> and in order to do that, I had to increase my capability to convert the protein into the amino acids and transmit those amino acids into my cells. And by doing that, um, I needed really good proteolytic enzymes and proteolytic bacteria because those are essential to the digestive process. And that's how we ended up starting a company because I had a big problem I had to figure out. <laughs> I think the best companies are built that way. Uh, always. And moving beyond that as far as what manufacture. So those are the only things that do work in the body. And that's why, um, and you can check out uh, Dr. Howell's uh, food enzymes for health and longevity or enzyme nutrition he breaks down the role of enzymes and why that's so important. And then there's all sorts of information coming out. Now we're entering the golden age of probiotics. Beyond that, you also need essential amino acids, essential fatty acids, essential minerals and essential vitamins. And then I put another category, which I call herbs in what my assertion of herbs, what they do is they shift disbalances, either too much or too little 
electrical energy inside the body or chi force, like chi or prana or these things. So I believe that, or the Alain Vital, if you want to call it, whatever it is, the thing that is the difference between someone who is living and dead is the amount of energy they are able to do. And I believe that we can get disbalances too much energy or too little energy, whether that's a physiological, whether it's a psychological, whether it's an emotional level that gets impacted or circumstantial things. And herbs have a way of bringing ourselves back into a balance or moving energy from one energy system to another. And uh, so that's pretty fun. So those are the seven essentials. So um, enzymes, probiotics, essential amino acids, essential fatty acids, uh, vitamins, minerals, and herbs. And is that your morning cocktail? It is. So first thing I get up in the morning after I do the sun, I do the thing. I get on my, I, actually, I do some meditation, deep breathing, right? Go into a meditative state, hop in the sauna, detoxify the system. So I, I empty the body, kind of like Bruce Lee, empty the mind. I empty the cells. Then I walk over. I take a big liter of water. I put my vitamins, I put my minerals, I slam some enzymes, I slam a bunch of probiotics, I take some amino acids, I take some essential fatty acids, right? I do that, I jump on my rebounder for 10 minutes, I do my rebounder to kind of get the cells all going, slam all that stuff right after. And it, the whole thing doesn't take me very long. And I supercharge myself today, like I, I, it's, it's 11.15 this morning, I haven't eaten a thing other than that program. I feel amazing. I could go all day like this without eating anything just by following that process. And so I've been able to optimize cellular function in a way that allows me to access energy from the free energy from the world without the requirements of food. I love that morning routine. And so on to M, what's the M stand for? Yeah. Mental beliefs and attitudes, MBA. I love that. And, and, and here you could have every, like you could probably put it first, but it would totally screw up the, the, the algorithm. <laughs> we all know someone who has a great attitude and in a bad process and they do all right. And we know some people that are doing everything right, but have a terrible attitude and they have poor health or whatever. If we, we live in a world where being systematically hypnotized in programs with things that I think that primarily say that you're not good enough, you're not strong enough, you're, you, you need to be better or some sort of victim programming or all these sort of negative things. And you need to be very conscientious and you need to be programming yourselves. And I'll give you an idea. My first 10 years of competition, I couldn't seem to win. I sucked. I shouldn't have been a bodybuilder. I didn't have no genetics for it. It wasn't better. And I realized there was something I was missing. And I discovered um, a, psych a sports psychologist by the name of Dr. Lee Poulos, who had actually created an audio for subliminal programming and hypnosis for bodybuilding. Brilliant. And so I started listening to that thing every single day. And after a year, I won my very first contest. And not only did I win the contest, I, I beat everybody in the contest. I won the entire division. I won the overall, I won the pose. I won everything. And so I, I went from never winning. trail breaking then because there was a lot of stigma around that type of stuff 10 years ago. And that's removed now. Yeah. And, and well, that was even 20, that was literally 23 years ago. So I'm dating myself radical idea because I knew that I just didn't have the genetic ability to be that great. I had to find these other programs and I did that. And after that contest, I very seldom lost. 
And it was only the shift in my mindset. And that mindset allowed me to train harder. It allowed me to go to the next level. It allowed me to open my mind and get access to things that I didn't have access to before because of my programming made a big difference. And it's not something that you do once and don't do. It needs to be continuous because we are being bombarded by the less than programming. But we see this so much in cycling, like you race for six hours and you lose a race by a millimeter. That's not physical. Exactly. That's exactly it. So how do you get past that point? And, and, and I think it's mental beliefs and attitudes, whether that's getting a sports psychologist, whether it's getting a hypnotherapist, whether it's using NLP technologies Very powerful. Um, and, and, and keep conditioning yourself over and over and over again. Mike Tyson did that way back in his boxing career to be the youngest guy in the world. He was hypnotized by, and there were some consequences to it. Oh yeah. That was, you know, some crazy chats about that as well. It was a Gus, what was his coach's name? Uh, uh, Customato. Uh, Customato. Yeah. And he said he had him believing that he was going to be the youngest heavyweight in the world. And, 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 and so Mike Tyson was so clear in his mind that he was not stoppable, unbeatable. He became that and he exerted that will on his competitors. Amazing. So to, to round out this acronym, we're on E. And I know people could listen to you all night, yes. so they're probably wishing it was uh, the word, the acronym was super fragilistic. Yes. <laughs> Expedaliocious. <laughs> um, the final one is et cetera. Education, testing, and coaching. Education comes from the word, word to learn from within. It is not something that you need to go to an institution, a university, uh, a course or whatever. Although I do recommend those things are wonderful to do. Education comes from doing tests and learning from them. So testing is the second part of the education process. In order to really learn something, you need to do testing. And we're big on split testing thing. We have PhDs in microbiome, for example, that are in biofilm. That we go, hey, what happens if we send electromagnetic radiation at these uh, bacteria? What happens to those for real? What happens if we throw extra vitamins inside the test and we run a test? I don't know, let's find out. And to be open and try these crazy things. Um, and then finally, coaching. Here's the thing. Anybody who's ever been great at anything is a coach. There's no natural athletes. That's a bunch of crap. Or they say he's really talented. Okay, he might have had some innate ability. But oftentimes, that if you really break down what talent is, it's called hard work over time. Now, what a coach does and I think a coaching relationship is maybe one of the most beautiful relationships in the world because a coach's primary job is to get the most out of your potential, whether that's punching you in the face, whether it's picking you up when you're down, whether it is feeding you the latest dietary components or training components or the latest... A coach is determined by how far and wide and willing and be able to provide you the insight, the expertise, and the perspective to allow you to overcome what you perceive as your limits. There's a quote a beautiful I love. relationship. Uh, the quote is, 
learn from mistakes, but they don't have to be your mistakes. And that's why I think coaching is so beautiful because it's somebody else that's made all the mistakes and you get to benefit from all them. Plus, in a, in a time when most of us don't have a lot of people in our corner, it's somebody that really has a vested interest in your outcomes. And that's, that's quite rare. It's quite a special relationship. Exactly. And I, you know, I had a coach, a number of coaches, and one in particular that completely changed my life in the bodybuilding sport, and it was Scott Abel. And Scott was probably harder on me than anybody in my life. Tough love. And you know what? He got the best out of me. And so I think in today's world, you, 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 you need to seek out people that's not going to kiss your ass and make you feel good. You need someone that's going to get the best out of you, whatever that takes. And you will never realize your full potential if you don't have a coach. And the funny part is, as most coaches... We're not naturally gifted athletes. They learned all of the other aspects to achieve excellence. And so when they apply it to someone that does have maybe some innate ability in that sport, that person can break through to new grounds. Wait, I know you're a super busy dude. So just to finish up, if you've you know, roused people's curiosity, which you undoubtedly have over the course of this conversation, is it possible that they can work with you or work with your company? Or how do they learn more about you, your supplements and everything you do? Yeah, thank you very much for that. Um, basically, what you're going to do is uh, if you go to um, bioptimizers.com slash roadman, and you can get 10% off anything that you, we, we produce. But more importantly, go there. There's a 12-week to double your energy course, that old awesome course that I had. It's 84 videos, 5 to 15 minutes, where I literally share with you all the stuff, the links, where I learned this who I got it from and how I put it in the system. And that's my gift to everybody. Um, awesome. You can also get an access to the bioptimization blueprint, the kind of the handbook that we use to break down these experiments for self. And that's a gift. And of course, if somebody would like to try our supplements, they get a 10% off by, by using that discount code. And yeah, I love doing this. It's so much fun. And thanks for having me. Wait, I could have chatted all night. Thank you for joining us. You bet. Roadman, before you go, I've got an important announcement to make because over two days on the 8th and 9th of December, I'm going to speak with 30 of the world's leading fitness experts. And I want you to join me, free of charge from the comfort of your own home. This is the first ever Roadman Virtual Performance Summit where I'm aiming to bring together the best minds in fitness and they're going to share with me their secrets for biohacking your physiology, melting away body fat and smashing your cycling goals. Would you like to learn their secrets? It's easy. All you have to do is register for your free ticket over at www.roadmansummit.com forward slash free. That's www.roadmansummit.com forward slash free. The link is in the bio.